Hello and welcome to a bonus weekend episode of the Heart of Markmas Classic Rock Podcast. That's right. When I do a podcast not on Thursday, it's a classic rock podcast. When I do it on Thursday, it's a Led Zeppelin podcast. That's how it works. Yes, this podcast does double duty. Same thing, though. Concerts. Live recordings played for you. Not official live recordings. Unofficial secret squirrel shit bootlegs but they're not being sold so they're not bootlegs freely distributed recordings of inauspicious origin inauthentic i don't know i gotta look that up again friends romans countrymen's may 26 1992 lou reed was on a career high um a renaissance a revitalization of his career, which began with the uh, New York album in 1989, uh, after a little bit of, like everybody else, the artists from the 60s and 70s tended to stumble a bit and get lost in the 80s, because it wasn't their decade. They were not driving the uh, the culture. They were not driving the music scene. So they were followers for the first time. So you had a bunch of guys turning 40 and gals remember heart they started dressing like uh elizabethan courtiers or david coverdale (laughs) and you know so lou reed had his 1980s good stuff in the 80s when he got sober around 1980 he uh started cranking out some really good stuff he kind of uh is like tossing a balloon you go tap and it floats up to the ceiling and it comes down slowly and you go tap again this is after one of those taps he's back up with uh new york which is an insanely good album and then follow up magic and loss which is an insanely good album deep deep stuff magic and loss is about uh watching his friend die of cancer and then the aftermath and what it did to him, what it did to his friends, etc., etc. It's good stuff. It's deep. It's a, it's a middle-age album. You know, I'm 55, and by the time you get to this age, you've got dead friends. Maybe not a lot, maybe not a little, maybe you're super lucky and you don't have any. But by and large, if you make it to a half a century, you've got people that you came up with that didn't make it. And uh, it's, it's neato. Lou, <laughs> I saw him on in 1986 on his Mistrial tour. Now, Mistrial was the big turd in the punch bowl uh, of his discography. It was it was drum machines and and some rapping and it was a good tour. I mean, it was a good show, but. Um, I did get to see Lou Reed pop and lock on stage. That was kind of cool. But I wish I, you know, I, you know what it is? It's not that Mistrial wasn't a good album, although it wasn't a great Lou Reed album. It's that I have sour grapes because I didn't see him on the New York tour, or nor did I see him on the Magic and Lost tour, or any time after that. The only time I saw Lou was in 1986, and it was great, but out of all those selections, it was probably the least optimal one. There, I've aired my dirty laundry. Anywho, this is Lou Reed, May 26, 1992, playing 
the first of a series of nights at Radio City Music Hall. This recording is insanely good. Sounds professional, almost. It's a two of us master recording, the two of us legendary East Coast tape recorders um, sharing their sharing this beauty. This You know, you can't get the show anywhere. These guys taped it, and they taped it well, and they taped it with care, and they distributed it for free among their friends. And you traded it and traded it, so you get this magic for free. And I'm sharing it with you for free. You can go to heartofmarkness.com and get this whole show for free. Well, what's the whole show, Mark? You haven't even told us. You're correct. Here is the whole show, the set list. Opens, <clears throat> here's the thing. Basically, he does the Magic and Loss album, and then he does a mixture of Songs for Drella and the New York album. Songs for Drella being the album that he did with John Cale uh, after the death of their uh, mentor, progenitor, their, their creator god, Andy Warhol. And that also, uh, the Songs for Drella album also planted the seeds for the very brief, but very, very enjoyable, um, 1993 Velvet Underground reunion and tour which had already fallen apart before it made it to the United States so they just basically toured Europe but they did put out an album and it's a great ass album okay here's the set list opens with Dorita What's Good Power and Glory and because he's playing New York it actually he has little Jimmy Scott singing the song with him like he does on the album and it is tight into Magician Sword of Damocles, The Goodbye Mass, Cremation, Dreamin', No Chance, Warrior King, Power and the Glory Part 2, Magic and Loss, Into Small Town off of Songs for Drella, Nobody But You, Images, A Dream, Dirty Boulevard, Beginning of a Great Adventure, Straw Man, those are off the New York album, and then he finishes up with classic Lou Reed stuff. Sweet Jane, Rock and Roll, Walk on the Wild Side, and then finishing up with a band introduction. This show is very special in that the recording is fantastic, the set list is dope, the performance, and it's a, you know, it's a a high point for Lou. Um, Creatively and commercially, these, these were very highly regarded albums. And playing Radio City Music Hall, there's a in his hometown in New York, that there's a bit of a, you know, you, you sit up a little straighter. and you, you, you He puts a lot into this show. He is in very good spirits. I will say again, Lou Reed is in very good spirits, and he's actually playful. One more time, Lou Reed is in good spirits and playful at this show. He's happy. The band is tight, he's tight, the recording is fantastic, the sound in the venue is fantastic because it's Radio City Music Hall, and it is just great. And Lou's voice, Lou's singing. This is a show where he's singing, and he's singing well. And not just, you know, it's not just all his talk singing. He's he's singing. (laughs) He's crooning at times. So yay, I hope you enjoy this. Hope you, uh have made it through my rambling. If this is your first time to the Heart of Markness, this is what happens. I ramble. Not all the time, but this time. So, here we go. What are we going to play first? What are we going to play first? What are we going to play first? Let's play... Let's open with... uh, Let's open with Power and Glory. 
All right, with little Jimmy Scott. Good shit. Ready? Duh, gotta find my mouse. There we go. Power and glory. I was visited by the power of glory. Visited by Majestic Him Great bolts of lightning lighting up the sky Electricity flowing through my veins I was captured by a large woman I was seized by divinity's hot breath Crouched like a lion on experience I'm powerful from life Turn into a bird, I saw a bird turn into a tiger. I saw a man hang from a cliff by the tips of his toes in the jungles of the Amazon. I saw a man put a red hot needle through his eye, turn into a crow and fly through the trees. Swallow hot coals and breathe that flame. And I wanted this to happen to me. Our quest is waiting for answers Creating legends, religions, and myths Books, stories, and movies and plays I'll try to explain this
Jimmy Scott, as in legendary. It's a major league thrill for me to be able to say I played with Jimmy Scott. This Super cool. Jimmy Scott, legendary, well, legendary jazz singer. I had not heard of him. I had to look him up. But uh, he was, he sang with Lionel Hampton and... He was big in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and then kind of uh, career faded. But his interesting voice, he he had a genetic condition that basically kept him from entering puberty. Kind of like what Michael Jackson's father did to him to keep his voice like that. But it was just genetic. He just never developed until he was 37 when he went from 4'11 to 5'5". Um, but it basically gave him that high, pure voice. And, uh, so he was about, how old was he? He was born 25, about 70, just under 70 at that show. And, um, really cool, really cool. Nice tight band, nice, and the acoustics and the recording make it because you can hear all the phrasing and it just sounds intimate. Oh, and another thing, Jimmy Scott played with. Um, a band that I've seen a few times, a Portland band, uh, Pink Martini, which is great. If Pink Martini ever comes to town, see them. They're um, like a 1950s, 1940s, early 1960s um, big band. Kind of like a Lawrence Welke thing, but it's not cheesy. It's very cool, very cool, very cool. I've seen them three times, I think. Very entertaining. All right. Now I shall shut up. All right, next song, Ladies und Germs. Let's move along. Oh, okay, that song, which was, of course, about fighting cancer and the radiation therapy and how putting poison in your body is, you know, paradoxical. I hope it kills the cancer before it kills you. Um, Cremation. Let's play Cremation. Which is very, very... Okay, it's after his friend is dead. And this is it. And you're facing your own mortality. The cold, dark sea waits for me, me, me. The cold, dark sea waits forever. Great. My favorite performance of this song of his, and I can't say I've heard many, but I've heard a handful, is um, just before his death in 2013 on his final tour. Somewhere in Germany, I think. Super intense. Super intense, super intense. Almost like, <laughs> like an old Viking standing before the gates of Valhalla, saying, "Let me in. I am ready, and I am worthy." This one is more. I don't know. We'll listen to it. Okay, cremation. Good song. Really good lyrics. Deep, deep, deep. Enjoy. <laughs> Forever. 
The tornadoes come up the coast, they run. Hurricanes rip the sky forever. Though the weather's changed, the sea remains the same. And the cold black sea weighs forever. There are ashes spilt with collective guilt. People rest at sea forever. Says they burn you up, collect you in a cup. View the cold black sea as no terror. Like some foreign boat, or will they sink absorbed forever? Will the Atlantic coast have its final boast? Nothing else contained you ever. Now the cold black sea waits for me, me, me. The cold black sea waits for When I leave this joint. Some further point. The same coal black city would it be waiting? Good, great performance, unbelievable performance, unbelievable song. Man, I love it. I love it. I love it when artists, I love watching artists evolve over time. I mean, the Velvet Underground is amazing and great, but he kept growing, you know, in the same way that David Bowie kept changing. And, you know, that was a more obvious reinvention each time but in the same way Lou did he just kept growing I mean cremation that's the same guy that wrote street hassle and you know uh, holy shit beautiful 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 stuff and I'm not saying talent wise he's I mean it, we, the other songs weren't good it's just uh, I don't know gooder not gooder but you know maturer as he matures. All right, I'm going to shut up now. And we're going to play Small Town, which is a little more upbeat, uh, which is off the Songs for Drella album that he did with John Cale, memorializing um, Andy Warhol, who created the Velvet Underground and produced and supported them and is responsible for their coming together and thus 
propelling John Cale and Lou Reed to stardom and having the Velvet Underground hold on to, you know, a dozen or so songs that are the greatest songs of all time. So there you have it. Boom. Small Town. Very funny, very good. On the album, I like it because there's a piano as well. John Cale on the piano. But with the guitar, it's just good. Lyrics are great. Mm. This is him singing. <laughs> this is him singing as Andy Warhol. And it's, I love this song. Albino, how far can my fantasy go? 
There's no Dolly coming from Pittsburgh, no adorable lisping capoting. Oh, my hero. Do you think I could beat him? I camp out in his front door. There's only one good thing about a small town. There's only one good thing about a small town. There's only one good thing about a small town. You know that you want to get out. When you're growing up in a small town, you know that you'll grow down in a small town. There's only one good use for a small town. You hate it, and you know you gotta leave. Absolutely brilliant and fun and funny. I wish I knew what transpired that made everybody laugh, and at no point did the hands leave the guitar. See? Lou Reed. Hilarious. I mean, not that he... I mean, he was... He's been funny throughout the years. But he's mercurial. Um, love that song. Check out these albums, too. Um, New York's a great album. Magic and Loss is great. Songs for Drella is great. It's a little more challenging. Because it has a John Cale, and they made it a little, a little more artsy-fartsy in places. But it's still brilliant. Man, maybe a time. <laughs> this may be a Lou Reed night. As uh, once I once I finish this, the rest of the night may may just include Lou Reed velvets. Good, good. I could go for that. Nice deep dive into Lou for a little bit. Maybe we'll see. We shall see. All right. Now let us hear something from the New York album, the aforementioned much lauded New York album. With one of the best opening songs, man. Romeo had Juliet. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> you know the one. See, I sounded just like it. I'm like Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> great album. Great album. Um, I think. Hmm. I think I might like Magic and Loss a bit more. Hmm. Anyway, this is one of my favorite songs off this album. Um, that he performed anyways. He didn't do Romeo Had Juliet. And it is Straw Man. Badass, little bit hard rockish, and uh, great lyrics. Enjoy it, friendos. <laughs> Back 
I like that song a lot and I just realized after listening to it for 34 fucking years that um 
It really, that, that could just as easily have been performed by Neil Young and Crazy Horse. I mean, that could be a Neil Young song, which is neato to me. Cool. All right. <clears throat> There's possibly a small segment of the uh, listening audience that has been white-knuckling it through this um, meandering stream of consciousness uh, Lou Reed concert and commentary waiting for <laughs> a good song, quote, sitting there just going, shut the fuck up and play Sweet Jane. So, I'm going to shut the fuck up and play Sweet Jane. May 26th, 1992. Do, do, do. Enjoy. Yeah, man. 
There's even some evil mothers, they're gonna go tell you that life's just made out of dirt. That pretty women never really think all that villains always blink their eyes. That children are the only ones who flush and that life is just a die. But I want to tell y'all something. Anyone who's ever had a heart won't turn around and pray. There you have it. Sweet Jane. Performed with jubilance. I like this. You should get this whole show if you like this. So go to heartofmarkness.com and get it for free, that whole set list. Did I read the set list? I think I did. I did. I remember. So yeah, get that. Do it. It's good. Worth it. It's free. Don't cost nothing. So all right. I'm going to go bye-bye now. And then continue the rest of my night. Mm, One more thing. Yes, that's right. Please be good to yourselves and each other. Ha! Right on. And I may do another one of these, depending on how high -er I get. And um, I always do my Led Zeppelin one on Thursdays. So, if that's your first time, subscribe. This podcast is fun and it's got some cool shit on it. Adios.